BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In Jeff Lewis's world, there's never a dull moment. There was some very good, sound advice from our healthy, happy, functional listeners. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, we don't have a lot of those. (laughs) I just like fighting other people's battles. And I like drama. Someone said, you're toxic. When will you go away? I hate your face. That's his family. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Lewis has issues. Good morning. I'm here with Real Housewives of New York City star Ramona Singer and Shane Douglas. Good morning, Ramona. Good morning. So excited to be here. With I you can't. Both. I've been doing the show for four years, and I cannot believe you haven't been on yet. Well, because you're usually in California. That is true. That is true. Um, now I will. I will start by saying that you know I. I we had a nice discussion. It wasn't an argument. It wasn't confrontation. But I said, "Is it true?" that you told Kelly Dodd not to appear on my show? And if so, why? Well, I absolutely did tell her because I was being very protective because Kelly is more unfiltered than I am. And she says things that she doesn't really quite mean, doesn't think it through like I do, but 10 times worse. Yeah. (laughs) And she was getting caught up in the press with all these things she was saying. I said, please don't go on. Just don't go on. I'm trying to be. Yeah. I wasn't angry, but I was a little like hurt because, you know, you and I have been friends for so many years. We uh, would team up, you and me against Bravo. You helped me tremendously. We would help each other in negotiations. And I'd be like, you know, Ramona, what do you think of this? And Ramona would be like, what do you think of this? And, you know, so I, I understand because I have this reputation of being snarky i heard i didn't know it for a fact but i heard you're very snarky and i i was afraid she would trip up and say something she shouldn't say and be all over the news right which i'm sure did happen that's happened a couple times yeah oh see (laughs) but i do i mean i do see the good in people and i i look i understand reality television like you do and sometimes we are portrayed as one-dimensional characters and you know you and i are lucky because we get to meet all of these reality stars and we get to know them on a very personal level right I remember when I met Nini. Nini, people thought she was so loud and out there and confrontational. And when I was going for drinks with her and dinner, she was the sweetest, nicest, warmest, most gentle woman you could ever meet. I go, what what Nini are they talking about? Not only lovely, but I always found Nini to be very complimentary and very supportive. Yes. Um, But we get to know people on a level that no one, unfortunately, you know, most people, they don't get to see. Um, but I understand where you you kind of have this protective um, need, you know, to help Ke- Kelly because she does, you know, sometimes put, she puts her foot. Well, that's mouth. one of my characteristics. I'm like that mothering type. I was the eldest of four children, and my mother depended upon me tremendously. And that's a lot of my. That's why I have so many girlfriends because I'm very protective of them and I'm always there to help them, not just in the good times but in the bad times. Well, I was going to say you are very much a girl's girl. Absolutely. Now, talking about slip ups, 
Uh, there was a major slip-up that occurred. Was it last week, Shane? I think oh, so, gosh, right? I know. The invitation to Teresa. Yes. That was probably... Oh, gosh darn. So, <laughs> gosh. Gosh darn. So I got home from the weekend and I opened up this box and it was this huge box, white. And I opened it up, there's tons of flowers and this most gorgeous invitation. And I really get invited to a lot of weddings. And I see really beautiful invitations and this blew me away. Yeah. And I, I don't really do so many Insta stories. So I said, oh my God, I have to Insta story this and show everybody. Well, I, went, I didn't think it through. I'm a little... <laughs> You wasn't would... thinking it through, and I do that a lot. It's good for TV, but not good in my personal life. And then I just thought, okay, I shared this beautiful invite with everybody. All of a sudden, I get a phone call. Take it down. Take it down. <laughs> I go, Teresa, take it down. And then I go, oh, oh, I did a major faux pas. Okay, okay. It wasn't intentional. I'm sorry. I just got so excited. I forgot. You're a celebrity. People are going to want to know. I didn't know what I was showing. Okay, I'm sorry. Just, it's okay. It's okay. Just take it down. We were in the elevator on the way up, and I, you know, I like you. I'm not technologically savvy. Uh, fortunately, I have Shane, who does all the posts for me. So he double checks. And then yours, what was your name again? Tom. Tom. Tom, your assistant for five years. Right. He said it never would have happened had he been there. But it was a Sunday. Right. right? It was a Sunday. You got excited. You didn't think it through. Right. This is why we should only have our assistants post. Well, you know what else I did? Because now they have that new updated thing they did a year or so ago where you have your stories are right next to your camera shots. By mistake, I posted uh, uh, something with my calculator. Like it was actually a financial <laughs> thing. I think it was my bank statement. I don't know. I, I did it by accident. And then Tom calls what did you do? My daughter, like, take it down. Take it down. We were sitting downstairs and you were talking about like dating and like very very personal things. Oh, I was, yeah. I was like, I think you just called someone. You're you're on the fully on the phone with someone on yeah. speaker. You didn't even know. Yeah, you had called someone on your By phone mistake. while we were talking. <laughs> and then what she did, she's like, oh, I got to turn off my phone. So she turns off her phone and then we're about to go live and the phone rings. And she's like, <laughs> trying to I, call I thought I turned it off. <laughs> this is all true. All true. <laughs> Do you check your DMs? Did you know that you screwed up or not until her call? Did you realize that you posted the whole she invitation? Called you right away. She called me five minutes, within three, five minutes. Because yeah. it was everywhere already. I'm well, sure. I guess people screenshotted it. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so now um, Dolores Catania was here, yes. um, who's great, by the way. She was here this week. She was saying that they might end up changing some details now because it's all been public. I, I don't know. I have yet to pick up the phone to speak to Teresa because I'm so embarrassed about what happened. Um, I will find out later what's going to go on. So I don't know if they're going to change the venue, the date, the whatever. Well, they're definitely going to need more security. That's for sure. <laughs> and I'm still invited. I don't think I got disinvited. I was going to ask you that. You're still invited. As far as I know, yes. Okay. Because I actually saw, I saw like a little quip on E or something because um, Teresa and her husband-to-be were on the red carpet for the MTV Awards. And they, of course, they asked about my faux pas. Do you think it was on purpose? She goes, no, no, no. Of course it wasn't. So, yeah. Well, Dorinda was here the other day and she's like, no. I mean, I've known Ramona for years. She's like, that was not done on purpose. Right. So, um, just to know your friends have your back. Yeah. She should send such a gorgeous invitation if she didn't want you to post it. <laughs> you, you, got you should send something there. uglier. Well, maybe I should have just, you know, I don't know, just maybe did part of it. I didn't even realize it. I, I just, you know what? I was just so excited. I didn't even realize I was showing the address, the time, and there's even an RSVP thing or something. And I heard people were RSVPing as a joke saying, I'm Melissa Gorga and I'm not coming to the wedding. <laughs> 
guess a lot of people saw that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you have, what, almost a million Instagram followers that you did that story to? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I and took the... it down fast. <laughs> right. <laughs> but not fast enough. I think Dave Quinn called me from people. I didn't want to answer his phone call. Uh-uh. I saw the phone ringing. I go, oh, dear. Um, I would suggest you send a very nice, very expensive wedding gift. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think so. Yeah. I would do that. And maybe send it soon. Just yeah. so we, that way you can secure your invite. I imagine you'll probably be one of the last people to get an invitation, or they might just call you. <laughs> day of. Don't give like, her any info until yeah, the day of. <laughs> I'd be a little reluctant. Oh, goodness mm-hmm. gracious. We'll see. Um, when is the wedding again? We're not going to say. We don't know. No, I, I mean, don't know. When was it supposed to be? In August. That's all we're going to say. It was supposed to be in August. Okay. So and where? So, just kidding. In New Jersey, obviously. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I did want to ask you, um, you now... So you do have your real estate license. Yes, I have And how it. long have you had your license? Um, not that long. So I have it for New York State, um, upstate New York, for all of New York State, Hamptons. In fact, I just um, had a meeting on a, this $300 million sales project that I'm very excited about that will you know, take place like a year and a half from now because it's such a big development that you have to work on it early and it's still being built. So I just had a big meeting on that with um, with Michael Lober, who I'm on this team, yes. and with, um, with Scott Durkin. So I'm really excited about that. Have you that. sold anything yet? Yes, I have. You have? Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. In the Hamptons or here in the city? Both. Both. So you're, you're, um, you can help anyone who's looking for a house either to buy or sell in the Hamptons or the city. Yeah, and what's really interesting, people always say, when is the right time to buy? And you really can't time the market just like you really can't really time the stock market. Um, you have to be there for the long haul. I mean, you don't buy if you're going to live somewhere just for a year or two or three. But if you plan to live somewhere for 10 years... You know, the market is always, you know, goes up, up, up. And yes, it does have peaks and valleys. And I always advise someone, you know, don't be over leveraged. You know, that's that's like the kiss of death. I mean, that's why you had the whole commercial crash, you know. All these big companies, real estate companies, bought all these buildings with only 10% down. And then that's we had a whole market crash because of that, you know. I mean, you and I were having that conversation because the prices are very high right now. Not Go, really. They were higher before. Well, in L.A. they are. It's like, oh, it's yes. ridiculous. And so I'm in a position now where I do need to buy a house. But, you know, you and I don't have a problem buying something that needs work. So That's the best value. Yeah, and then you can so always flip it. You can add <laughs> you value. You flipper. Right. Yeah. But I'm actually afraid to flip right now because right. my concern is that if the market adjusts 10% or 15 right. or 20, there's, there goes your profit. Right, right. But, but I do need to buy a long-term home to live in. Right. And you and I were talking about, again, location, 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 because, you know, even in the city, you, you, you have these up and coming neighborhoods. But you were suggesting for me, like if I were to buy a place in the city, right. for example, I'd like to be close to the to Sirius Studios, number one. Number two, I have right. a kid. So I want to be conscious of wherever I were to yeah, buy. Upper East Side. Yeah. And first of all, you have Central Park. So, mm-hmm. you know. if you, She loves it. She was there three times this yeah, week. Yeah, the park already. is fabulous. I mean, there's so many different. I mean, if you get a map, there's places you can discover with waterfalls and, and trails. And it's just it's just so beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, most of the um, private schools are up here. And it's just, I like it. I mean. I mean, because I'm a woman, I wear heels. All the all the streets are even, and they're more safe than other areas. And it's just very clean, and just it's just it's a beautiful area. Are you one of these women though, which seems smart, where you keep your tennis shoes in your purse and you put your tennis shoes, walk home, and then put on? No, nope. no, no. You I only your... I only did that when there was no subways or something like that. Okay. That was years ago, but no. I always. I, I notice girls like that in the city that do I love that. my heels. Okay, but I now, mean, you look good. Thank you. Um, are you? So we were talking about you, kind of known for the fact that you are always dating. And we were asking, Shane and I were asking a, a dating advice 
from you. And you really have perfected that flirt because we've had people on the show that have said that, you know, the five the second, five second flirt, which is a little f- creepy. I think the five second flirt is too long. You suggested a quick two second flirt. Is that correct? Well, what I like to do is, first of all, um, I don't like to go out with a bunch of girls. I mean, sometimes I do. But if you want to, if your object is to meet people, like I don't look at like, oh, I'm going out to meet a guy. I'm going out to meet a date. I'm just going out to have fun. And you never know who you're going to meet and become friends with. So and, and they could just be interesting to add to your collection of, you know, I love collecting people. I'm a people person. I really am. So I'll go to, instead of sitting at a table, I like sitting at the bar because you get people there who are hanging out at the bar, eating at the bar, and people who are waiting at the bar to be seated. So it's a more friendly atmosphere. That's a very New York thing that I've noticed. Yeah. Less in LA. I mean, a little bit. No, I met a guy in a bar in LA. I was with you my did? Yeah, I was with some girl from California and we went on a few dates actually. So no, that's no. not true. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now you were suggesting... Um, you were showing us how you work. You're so good at it. You really are good. So you're you're sitting down and you're talking to a girlfriend, but and like say two dudes walk in, and you were kind of showing me where you're talking, and then you kind of look over for two seconds and smile, and then no, back. but the smile is always on your face, so you're not like looking like this and then smiling. You have the, you, you're continually smiling, even when you walk into a room. When I walk into a I restaurant, a smile. You walk in because listen, if you're you, already smiling when you look. Yes, yeah, so I'm yeah. just I'm walking. I didn't in, think yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. When you're time. walking into a restaurant, you check out the room, check out the table. Have a smile on your face. Look around. Sit down at your table because you never know. And when you're at the and then when you're at the bar or wherever you are, and you see some attractive people you want to talk to, it could be women, it could be men, it could be whoever you want it to be. Have as you're talking to your friends, to be effortless, you're talking with a purposely a smile on your face. Right. And I'm talking with a smile. And then as I'm talking to you, I just kind of glance over there for three seconds and I come back to you. And then maybe I'll do it again a minute later and I'll just do like that. And usually they come right over. I'm and feeling you, something. It, it worked. And yeah, you you're going to come over now. You're going to come over and talk to me. You actually huh? helped uh, a girlfriend. Uh, in Dallas, yes. In Dallas. Yes. There was a guy across the room that she was interested in. Yeah, across the bar. Uh-huh. Across the bar. You did your little two-second flirt thing. Yeah. He came over. You introduced him to your friend. Yeah. And now they're married. I know. So we were, right. It was, it was, I was always like the one to go out. So I dragged her out. And uh, she was, that guy is so good looking across the bar. And he was like literally like, I think, 30 feet away, 20 feet away. Like he was like not close. And I said, do you want him to come over? She goes, yes. I go, let me show you how you do it. <laughs> and I just did what I just did to you. Like I did it four or five times and he came over. And of course I backed out and she just spoke to him and they ended up getting married. I think this is important because we have a lot of female listeners who really would like to meet someone. And right. you were saying that you're not, you're not on the apps, right? No. You just, you go out a lot. Well, no, your... I did try the apps and this is my, okay. I have advice for the apps. Okay, please to, tell us. Okay, so first of it. all, when you find someone that you want to meet, do not go out and meet them. Do a FaceTime first because they could be so different. You know, they could text nice, they could speak on the phone nice, but there's nothing like eye to eye. Why waste your time getting all dressed up, wasting a half an hour getting to the place? No, 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 no. I mean, I remember this one gentleman, he sounded really great. The whole time I was FaceTiming, he couldn't look me in the eye and he's playing a guitar. I'm not going out with a guy like that. No way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So see, now I would have wasted my time going out on a date with him. You know, another guy, I just didn't like his look. Okay, you're not going to like what Shane did. I oh. wish you were around. Why? Why? He what, met what someone time? on the apps, mm. and he didn't do the FaceTime. Right. And he got catfished, so he drove all the way to the airport because the guy was staying at the airport, which is kind of a red which flag. First look, red at, flag. look at her face. Yeah, no. <laughs> 
they met in a bar at the hotel, right? So at least she didn't go right to his room. No. And he totally catfished him. The guy would like was You went to the room? No. no I met him no, at the we hotel went bar. bar. Oh, he but said I'm he staying there, here. I don't have my car and I said, "Oh, I'll just come down and meet you for a quick And break. he showed him pics of him when he was 30, 40 pounds lighter. It was a lighter. Hard, hard quarantine for him. Yeah, it was a hard he just didn't, you know, he just gained a lot during quarantine, but he's still using those old pictures. If yeah. you had FaceTimed like yeah. Ramona Ramona does, you never would have made it because it's 35 minutes from our house to yeah, the, yeah, you yeah. know, to the LAX. Traffic, the whole and so it was just a waste of half a day. You're right. Yeah, I gave it to my, my one girlfriend was the biggest dater ever on the face on those apps, the dating apps. And I gave her that advice because it's the best advice you ever gave me. OK, now let me ask you this. You don't look anywhere near your age. Let's not talk about my age. I'm not going to say your age. Upset. I'm not going to say your age. <laughs> but you must just you you can't put your real age on the apps because it's silly. You don't even look like you know what I mean. Right. You're like Patty Stanger. Like Patty yeah. Stanger doesn't look anywhere near her age. Right. Well, I put ten years younger. But yeah, you should. Look, yeah, you should if you're on the apps. But now you don't do the apps anymore. Yeah. You're saying sometimes I just go just for fun. I look at the apps. You mm-hmm. know. Um, I but not what really. what apps um, in particular do you like? Well, right now the only one I look at is Hinge. Oh, nice. Yeah. People love Hinge. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm on Rayo, but it's all actors. Yes, no, um, it's Raya. a waste. We talk about all, Raya. Yeah. We talk about it all the time. It's Raya, a waste. Raya, Raya. See, I always mispronounce Stupid, it. it's a waste. Raya, no Raya. one ever app. meets anyone on that. Raya, app. Raya. I don't know what Rayo is. Oh, I got my girlfriend married on an app. I put her on million, million dollar, um, million dollar something. So wait, Sign this, me up. This is a great story. So she never goes out. I go, come on, let's go here. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, I go, how, Linda, are you ever going to meet a man if you're in this she's apartment? Not. She's not. You're not. Linda. And, Linda. Linda. Get up. Yeah. So, and I said, you know, I'm putting you on an app. So, there's an app. This was like eight years ago, seven years ago. It's called Million Dollar App or Million Something because she's very, very successful. Or She doesn't work, but she has, you know, a trust fund. And she needed someone, you know, of her caliber. So, because uh, that works better. Um, so, yeah. So, I did her app and she married the guy she met on the app. Wow. So, I was responsible. You are a matchmaker. You and really? didn't you introduce Kelly and Rick? Yep, yep. And they have a really nice marriage. Oh my god, I love being with them. They love each other. Oh yeah, they, and they're so easy to be around. I mean, sometimes you feel like a third wheel with a couple. I never feel like a third wheel. I've stayed with them. They stayed with me. They're so fun to be with. They're so in love, and they're just so happy, and they're just so joyful. Yeah, they're a good time. Yeah. Um, but I do want to mention that you said now mm-hmm. what you do is you go out a lot with your friends. Right. Right. You're not looking for someone, no. but you go out. You go to dinners. You go to bars. You go to parties, and that's usually when you meet people. Right. Now, I asked you, um, you were married for, was it 20 years? 22. 22 years. And I said, and you've been divorced for almost seven years? Yes. Is that true? Mm-hmm. And I asked if you've met anyone that you really, really liked yeah. and that you felt a connection. Yes, I did. It's a, I don't think anyone knows this story. It's no, a very it's, interesting it's, story. Um, okay, so the story is um, I finally realized my marriage was over. I tried for a year, lost like became emaciated because I do really believe in marriage and I really wanted to, to work and um, and I really loved him and I believe in family and all that stuff. So I finally realized I did everything I could because actually this is good advice for anybody who's ending a relationship or ending a marriage. You make sure you do everything you can first to make it work before you leave because you want to have no regrets. You don't want to look back and go, I should have stayed. I left too early. I should have tried more. So that's what I did. So I realized that's it. End of my rope. So I was in Aspen and I saw these women I know. I go, listen, I am now ready to date. Do you have anybody? My one girlfriend said, you know what? I do. I have this great guy. He was married for a long time. And then he he's... um getting he's divorced or getting divorced and he's and he's dating this other girl but that's over now and he's ready and he goes to New York and I'm going to introduce you so um he came to New York and this is how crazy life is 
Mario had moved out in January. It's now like April, I think. All of a sudden, the door opens. I hear a key. I'm like, who could be opening my door? I mean, who is this? And I hear this voice. Hey, I'm home. It was Mario. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, are you really kidding me? We were fighting over the, the divorce settlement. And now he's just coming in like nothing. Like he's just home from work. Like, hey, honey, I'm home. Like, what's for dinner? Okay, so I didn't even... I didn't even answer. And I had put a lock on my door at that point. So I'm not even answering. Or He's calling my cell phone. I'm not answering. Then he calls the land phone. I answer that. He goes, I just want to talk to you. I just want to talk to you. It's not about the divorce. Can't we just talk? And I just said, I can't talk. I can't. I hung up. So I went on this date. It was immediate connection. I can't tell you how strong it was. We started kissing. I never kissed really on the first date. We were kissing. Shane and it was just, does. Me either. Me too. Yeah. Well, anyway, it was All just very time. special. And we had this immediate connection. Every time. And we started seeing each other. And... Um, my ex-husband didn't want to leave the um, house until it was sold and he's making it unbearable for me to live there. So I said to the, him, I said, you know what, I'm going to go to the bank and I can definitely afford, you know, the Hampton house and this house and uh, I'm going to figure it out and I just hope they approve me for my mortgage because, you know, when you do more, they, they look at look more things than you know. Yeah. You know, it's very a financial thing. And he goes, listen, if you have any problem, I will co-sign for you. So he co-signed a $4 million mortgage for me. Wow. And that helped that me keep kiss. both homes. And I really fell in love with him. But then he said, you know what? I'd fall in love too. Yeah. He we said, I co-signed on my mortgage. I'm in yeah, love already. Right? And then he said, you know what? I really think, you know, you want to be in New York. I still have a young son who's like 15. I still have to be in Colorado for a while. And I, I don't want to take away from the city. because I can't do that to you. I can't do that to you. I care about you too much. So then he started dating this other girl. Then, but he's still talking to you, right? Yeah, right. Okay. So he's, yeah. So now it's August or something. He calls me up and he says, and I just signed my final divorce agreement. And he said, I want you to come here. I'm, I split up with that girl. I love you. I want you. I want to be with you. Let's go to Aspen together. Let's vacation. I want to be with you. I go, great. Flew there. And then he said to me, the girl, the next day, he said, you know what? I can't be with you right now. This girl I've been dating, she's crying. She has three kids, the mother, she needs me. And he was crying, goes, give me more time, give me more time. And I just, I couldn't do it. I said, I, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm right. not giving you more time. I'm out of here. And then he died like eight months later in a tragic accident. And, um, do you and, think you would have reconnected? Oh yeah, he was. He, his friends told me he made a big mistake, but he was embarrassed to get out of it. But yeah, and you we still would've. were talking too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, How did mm -hmm. he die? He went fishing in uh, Canada, um, deep, not you know, fly fishing. Yes. And he was in the water, and something happened to his heart, and he just drowned in the water. That's so sad. No, but beyond sad. And he was, I mean, I think over a thousand people went to his funeral. He was the most loved man. He was the most giving man. He was not only successful, but just giving in his heart and soul. And did he, you go? No, because the, the the ex would be there, and I didn't want to see her. I already mourned him in my own heart. I didn't need to go there, you yeah, know. Yeah. I already. But you guys had a connection. Mm -hmm. He obviously feels he made a mistake by not and staying wait, with he you. He came to me in his death. People come to me in their death. Three people came to four people came to me in their death, and they died. You see dead people. No, I just feel their spirit because they, I either see them. Okay. And they and so then, you do see him. I guess. Yeah. I didn't see him, but I was thinking about him intensely. And when I got home twenty minutes later, I hadn't really. They said he had just died. And that know that he really loved me and he, and he always felt he, 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 you know, whatever. Yeah. That was eerie. 
Wow. But my mother came to me New Year's Eve. She was very sick with cancer, and um, she fought it for a very long time. Leukemia, actually, not cancer, leukemia. And in, uh, listen, I, I sleep like a log, and I've been out partying New Year's Eve, and it was 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock in the morning. I just woke up upright. I saw this woman in front of me, like a shadow of a woman, and I found out my mother died at 4 p.m. 4 a.m. that day, and my other friend, Jeff Furman, he was, I was very close to him, and I woke up, saw his image, called my girlfriend, I go, how's Jeff doing? I didn't want to say, did Jeff die? And she's like, he died a few hours ago. Uh, um, Is that were, crazy? You were able oh, to get the mortgage though, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, and I okay. paid it off. I sold oh, the, the apartment. And, and, that's and all, you paid um, off the mortgage. It's all paid off, so I don't owe any money. But what a, what an amazing gift for, for him to help you that way. Yeah. He was, he was very generous with his people. And it sounds like he was, was he young when he died? Are you, I'm sorry, I don't mean to make it No, upset. no, no. He was 50, 50, well, it was about seven years ago. So he was 55, I think, 56. Wow, that's so young. Mm-hmm. That's he was very, so young. He, was, he, was in, he was in health. So no one knows why he died because he was in, he just had his checkup. He was like a football player, 6'2", good shape, you know? It was, mm. The whole thing was pretty bizarre. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay, so we, did, we, didn't take, we need to take a quick break. So let me do that right now. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, plus the stuff you don't, like gas. Save on gas while you drive the kids to soccer practice, plus visit your in-laws, plus venture into the wilderness, plus wherever else you want to go. Plus, take some guilt-free time on the couch because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery. It's perfect for ordering new remote batteries, plus more coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you, plus snacks for your movie night. Plus, save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more. Because savings is what the whole Walmart Plus membership is all about. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy.
We are back with Real Housewives of New York City star Ramona Singer and Shane Douglas. I do want to mention that we did figure out the website where your friend had met uh, someone. It was millionairematch.com. But not everyone has to be, you don't have to be a millionaire, just attractive. I don't think so. I, I, I think, I, I forget. It was just like seven years ago. I think some people are certified millionaires, but... And then, anyway, you're she on found it, right? You're an uncertified millionaire. I'm uncertified. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can still not be a millionaire yet. and be, you know, you can be a millionaire and not be certified. I don't know. I don't know how that even works. But point is, she met a great guy. She married him. She's living in Tampa. She, she built a beautiful house on the intercoastal. She's living a great life, and I'm very happy for Sounds her. Sounds good. Living the yeah. dream. Now, um, Dorinda was here yesterday, yes. and she would very much like to date. Right. Have you taught her your flirting technique? She gets nervous. I mean, and, and it's oh. kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting because she has a big personality. Yeah, and she's she loving and warm. But I think sometimes when it comes to, to men, she gets very, like, shy and nervous. Mm. You've got, like, a sexy vibe to you, too, that, oh, I'm, sure, that I'm sure men, like... Yeah, men always tell me I'm sexy. I think yeah. that's a good thing, right? It's a great thing. Okay. It's a great thank thing. You, now, how do you stay in such great shape? Pilates? What is it? Um, I love Isaac. Your Prince. legs are insane. Yeah, thank you. I mean, that's my best feature. That's why I'm always showing them. Yeah, no, it's good. It's a good idea. I, mean, I was in St. Bart's and I was wearing this long dress, and then I went to the store and tried this short thing on. And a girlfriend of mine, a new girlfriend, says, "Are you nuts? You have the best legs I've ever seen in my life. You should only wear short skirts. You only should be showing your legs." So that's why I try to always show my legs. Now you have very, very good, like strong, healthy self-esteem. Yes. Is that is that something that you acquired later in life? Is that something that your parents um, uh, contributed to? I'm just curious because I want my kid to be like confident like you um that's a very good question i never thought about it did your parents compliment you because i'm trying to compliment my kid a lot too um, and i tell her she's smart you know what my parents my mother gave me a lot of responsibility i think that's what it was i was the eldest of four so i learned how she had to go to the hospital to have some surgery and i was 13 years old and i learned how to cook a dinner for six people because my grandmother was coming and she's ukrainian and all she would cook is holop cheese and pierogies a hundred of each and i can't eat pierogies and holop cheese every day for breakfast lunch and dinner oh i could i love it oh, uh, done so, so i learned how to cook and i learned how to sew and i just you know i had skills and then yeah. you know i, I self-sufficiency yeah i was i got a's in school that made me feel good and you know, I just think, I think my mother gave me a lot of confidence. I think it was my mother. Yeah, somebody did. My mother did, yes. Somebody did, yes. okay. So did you watch Inventing Anna? I watched part of, like, I think three or four episodes, Okay, yes. She was a good con artist. Amazing, right? So very convincing. We're very obsessed with it here at Jeff Lewis Live. And then Shane did a scene from the movie. And um, so Monroe, my five-year-old, picks up a lot of what is said around the house. Of course. And there's the scene that you did, uh, you were in the hotel. So in Inventing Anna... Uh, Anna w had a, over a $30,000 hotel bill. They locked her out of her room with all of her personal belongings in the room. She kind of had a meltdown. She sat on the on the stairs and kept kind of repeating to herself, I could pay, I could pay, I could pay. So the reason that I bring that up is because um, Monroe picks things up sometimes that I'm not aware of. Right. So she was at Anthropology this morning shopping because, you know, today's her last day in New York. So she was shopping this morning. When she got up to the register, she said over and over that I can pay. I can and pay. I just think that's strange for coming from a five-year-old. She can pay. So yeah. she's fine. Yeah. She brought oh. her credit card up to this register. She has I her credit pay. card. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do want to mention uh, 
this is my concern. She very, really loves like make believe and let's pretend that uh, Shane's the prisoner and we've handcuffed him and we're searching him and we're going to put him in jail. Like there's all these kind of um, scenarios we do. She like, loves to play characters. She w- she'll be our server at the table. She was orders. last night. She was rude waitress. Like there's all these things. I, on one hand, think that she would throw. Jameson is um, he's uh, he has this improv group. It's right. called If This Then What, and the so it's basically a bunch of nerds. They meet like once a week, and I think I thought today, Jameson, that Monroe would thrive in your improv group. However, as her father, it would be social suicide, don't you think, Ramona? To to be well, like what to do you be mean? in it. Like I can't have her in an improv group with a bunch of. Jeff, improv instills a lot of confidence in kids. It I don't, teaches I think them. if she likes to act, let her role play. I mean, it doesn't mean she, it's something she's interested but in. There's, let her pursue. But maybe another acting class, like not Jameson's improv group. I mean, she might as well, well join. Well, how old are the people in the group? Too old. Oh. Yeah, too old. Well, no, it should be her own age or something, more her own age. Right. I, I mean, she might as well join band at that point. Right. She could be. She's going to be an incredible character actress, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. I think so. With your training. With, with if I can coach her. She'll make it. So you've given up on Dorinda. You can't set her up. No, I haven't given up on her. I mean, I just don't, you know, um, I don't, you know, I don't really set up people. I, I think it's what I do. Well, is, you have set up everyone, every every one of your friends. <laughs> well, no, because they meet them. They meet them when okay. they're there. So Because Dorinda's easier. a good time and she's really Oh, no, nice. she's great. She's great. You you just create the environment. Right. I create the environment. So like I would, I would tear up. So if I was at a party with her, I mean, I remember, okay, I'll give you a perfect example. I was with this woman uh, in Palm Beach at um, Polo or something. She goes, Ramona, I can't meet a guy. I'm desperate. I want to meet a guy. I'm, I said, first of all, stop with saying you're desperate. That's negative energy. Just yeah. stop that right now. And I'll say, okay. And I started looking around the room and I found this guy. I go, hi, I'd like to introduce you to my girlfriend and I brought him over to her and they met now it didn't really go anywhere because but but she met a guy I introduced her so it's it's better to do it like you know then in there than say oh well, here's a number call no it's better to do it impromptu very naturally you're fearless will you go with us to gay bars please I feel why like, you can't meet people I'm I mean shy. with you I feel like I could meet you know twice as many people all right I'll go I'll you try. will sure why not okay now um I do want to uh, just remind everyone that Hollywood house lift it premieres today on Amazon Free- Freebie. You can download the app for free. It is streaming now. They have dropped three episodes today. Mm-hmm. A lot of you have already watched it. I guess they, did they? Um... They put it up a little early yesterday so people could get a head start, but today's the official premiere launch date. We're getting great, great, great response, which I didn't know. You never know when they release a never. new show. So, um, and then I'm also on Wendy Williams. That airs today with Michael Rappaport. Dish Nation, my interview with Andrew Freund. That airs tonight. Huge. Um, so yeah, so you exciting, can download it now exciting. on Amazon Freebie. I did want to talk to you about Real Housewives of New York City Legacy. Oh yeah. Okay, so um, I've heard two rumors now, uh, and I, I don't want to get anybody in trouble, so I will just tell you that I did not hear it from Jill. Jill has not said a word, but someone else told me that she's been cast for Legacy. I don't know if that's true. You do though, Ramona. And then um, uh, Dorinda slipped the other day about filming at the new apartment. So I'm guessing Dorinda is also part of the Legacy cast. Ramona, are you part of the Legacy cast? I'm not allowed to comment about anything. Okay, so that's a yes. All right, so we now we've got three confirmed. <laughs> we got three three confirmed. In your, um, if if you were- I, I didn't confirm anything. If you were on Legacy, okay, yes. let's just say you're on. Let's just right. say. Who would you love to see cast alongside you? Well, even if I wasn't on the show, I would like to see- um, Luann and Sonia and Dorinda and Jill, and I love them to bring Alex back. I said that too to Andy. 
Yeah. But you girls will just eat her alive. Not really. Like you did before. No, she became a stronger person. She sure did. And she's had a lot of like psychology classes now. Yeah, so she can handle everyone better. You think so? Yeah. She never really fit in, which is what I loved. No, but she became stronger and a, and a, a stronger person. Yeah. So I you'd like to bring did. Alex back too? I think she'd be. I what about think... Kelly Ben Simone? Yeah, Kelly could. Yeah. Okay, that was a no. Was no, a no. I didn't say that. That was a very polite no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what did you think about um, last season? I felt it was a bit overproduced. I felt like it was obviously um, got a little dark. I think. I mean, it, people watch Housewives for. I mean, this is what all the fans say for escapism and fun and laughter, and it got a little too serious. I, I, I did feel like it was. I was in school every episode. Yeah, like I was being lectured. I mean, the last episode was good. We were all partying at my house. That was fun. That was fun. And then, are you? Who do you um, speak to? Obviously, the girls that you just mentioned. Not, do you talk? Do you talk to Alex? No, she's overseas. Yeah, no, it's a no, long but distance. I, I, yeah, it's what expensive. Ab- what about Leah? Yeah, no, I actually talked to Leah the other day. She's cool. She's been on the show before. Yeah, yeah, I she did Leah. great. I liked her a lot. Yeah, but um, so do you? Uh, the legacy. You haven't heard anything that you could tell us about casting or no? No. Okay, we're not going to get any information. You're good. You're good. You're good at this, Ramona. Thirteen seasons on Real Housewives in New York City. It would be it would be a shame not to have you on the Legacy cast. You are the show. I mean, it would be nuts. <laughs> now, I wanted to ask you about uh, Avery. Yes. Where is she working? What is she doing? What is happening with her? Um, Avery's fortunate in, in one sense that she's working remotely, though I think now they require her to go into the office once a month, all the employees. She works for Cameo, and she um, is in the business-to-business division, which she's very excited about. She just got that um, promotion or move this um, January, and she's based out of Chicago right now. She loves Chicago, and she's enjoying it tremendously. I visited her there for um, Mother's Day, and Chicago's a great city. It she, is a great city. She has a beautiful apartment right on um, Lake Michigan. Um and she's very happy there. The people are so nice in the Midwest. And, you know, she's funny. So she says when she goes to a restaurant or bar, she goes, she says, hi, I'm Avery. I'm from New York. And then they all go, oh, oh, well, nice to meet you. We're having a party next week and we're going on this boat here and you want to come here and come there. So I go, why don't you do that in New York? She says, I can't do that in New York, but I can do it in Chicago. Well, it's a very friendly city. Yeah, very friendly. Um, so she's happy. She's good. She's thrilled. Yeah, she's living her best life. And is Mario um, your ex? Is he in Florida? Yeah, he's based in Florida and Boca. And we, the three of us, have a, a very unique and special relationship. We do dinners together. We have a group text together. Um, I always say it's very important for the sake of the children, for the divorced couple to be friendly. And I know a lot of people don't like that, but I think you have to make that happen. And I made that happen for the sake of my daughter. Yes, I think. I mean. Most people want that, I would think. Yeah, but some people, right? you know, you'd be surprised. Six years later, they can't be in the same room together. They yeah. can't share a holiday together. Sometimes, I mean, I think the damage is so... I mean, I had a client in, that went through a very awful divorce. Husband played dirty. And she never spoke to him again. And still to this day, and they right. have kids together. Right. And I kind of got it. Like, if you, you know, the, the things he did to her right. were pretty horrible like right. some sometimes you just can't get over it even even when there's kids involved yeah i guess i mean i guess i i i got over it i was pretty hurt and pretty destroyed emotionally but i made myself get over it yeah um now you guys were together in the same house during the pandemic yes during covid for three months now when that happens do you ever have feelings for mario does he have feelings for you was there ever a reconnection of any kind well, we, we did connect i remember one time he and i went out alone and he said um 
this is sort of like a date, isn't it? I go, I guess. And I mean, we, we like each other. We love each other. We're not in love with each other, but we love each other as people. But there was no physical relationship, no? No. no. So, and you had said that really you've, you've kind of moved on. Yeah, I just, you know, I think we're different people. I mean, he's the father of my child. He was a great husband. I mean, I mean, I would definitely remarry him all over again if the same thing happened because we did have a very, very good marriage for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. We really did. Um, and it was a long marriage. Yeah. 22 years. Yeah. And I'd ask you, because you're, you know, you're a successful woman. You've always worked. And I, I'd ask, and even though Mario made a good li living. Yeah, he made a very nice living. You were more of the breadwinner? Yeah. The, in the entire time you were well, married? I was, yeah, I, I, I yeah. I, well, I, yeah, yes. Does that create resentment? Uh, when, when I, I went to um, therapy, my um, the marriage counselor said, "You're at that time, my husband resented me. And I'm like, well, how can I be with someone who resents me? That's impossible. Um, he si since said that he felt emasculated by me, but he realized, he said, I want you to realize that you didn't make me feel emasculated. I emasculated myself. You didn't do it to me. So he just wasn't feeling good about himself, about his work. And, you know, I always know how to recreate myself and do new things and different things. And he's just gets kind of stuck in his own way, but he's a very loving, warm and great guy. What housewife franchises do you watch other than Real Housewives of New York City? I don't really watch any of them so much. I don't really, I don't watch TV, period. I, I just, I, I read books, I read magazines, I'm out, and I, I don't really watch TV. So you don't TV. watch Beverly Hills, you don't watch OC, you don't watch... I mean, I'll turn it on once in a blue moon, I'll watch, you know, I'll watch maybe a, in an episode, but I don't really watch it regularly. Now, you've been on for 13 seasons, so, um, you know, you've been to all of these events, you've met everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, do you, who would you say, from the Bravo family, who are you friends with? Well, Outside of the New York franchise. Yeah, well, I, I, I really... Teresa used to be. Right, well... <laughs> Until recently. So from OC, I really, I've always enjoyed Tamara's company yes. and Vicky, so I know them pretty well because they were, they were there from the beginning and we always, when we would travel a lot as a housewife franchise, we'd always hang out and spend time together. Um, you know, a long time ago, again, when we used to always hang out, I, I love um, Candace, Candy, rather Candy. Yeah. Um, she's lovely, um, but I don't really keep in touch with her anymore. Nini, I sort of keep in touch with. Um, then in uh, Beverly Hills with uh, Kyle. Yes. Um, and uh, who else? And then I, mean, I see Kyle and Aspen when I'm there and whatever. And then uh, New Jersey, I, I enjoy Melissa. I enjoy Teresa. And that's, who else is there? I don't know the Potomac girls. I don't know the Dallas girls. Mm. I don't know the Miami girls. I have to say, I love that Dolores. Are you friends with Dolores? She's in- I met her for the first time this Jersey. week. Jersey. Jersey. She's really cool. But I, I love Melissa too. Oh, she's too. blonde? No, I wouldn't no. say blonde. Like, yeah, I, I think she, I've met her, but I don't. You know, I don't yeah. know. I don't really know her well. I don't know them well because they. Oh, and I. Oh, Margaret Joseph, I liked him. Oh, love. She's yeah. great, Margaret Joseph. Yeah. Now you recently became neighbors with uh, Jill Zarina. You were living. Um, well, I lived you... in a building, and for three years, and Jill just moved in recently. And you do you like being neighbors with Jill? Yeah, I mean, actually, the other day we all got our um, something done cosmetically. Luann came over, Jill came over. When you say something done. What would what, what was it? We had our eyebrows bladed. Oh, nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you all three had your eyebrows Wait, bladed. in my apartment. And does Luann live nearby? Yeah, she lives like three blocks away. How many floors does Jill live? Um, does she live above you or beneath you? I don't know. I think she, I, I'm not sure. 
maybe a couple floors above. Oh, so you actually hear her talking then? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> the apartment's pretty soundproof, I yeah, think. Yeah, I would ask. You would hear I would Gary least, stomping around. Yeah, I would need at least 10 floors between us. <laughs> but she's a good time. I love Jill. No, Jill has great energy. She's lovely. And, and Gary is, is, I'm so happy she's with Gary. Gary makes her very happy. He's always funny and has a, a funny joke to say. And he's always happy. He's always happy. He always has the biggest smile on his face, you know? So I may have probably missed some questions for you. So I want to open up the phone lines. Beth in Connecticut, good morning. Hi. Hi yes, I was wondering, um, Ramona looks incredible. Like, thank you. Better than ever. Thank you. I've been working and on it. And I wanted it. to you. know, like, who is your dermatologist and truly what, what have you had done or just lasered? What is your beautiful skin? Um, well, I think I'm blessed with good genes, number one. Number two, I go to Dr. Sharon Giese for my injections and Dr. Sobel for um, getting off the sunspots. Um, and then, you know, you are what you eat and exercise. Believe it or not, exercising revitalizes your body and kind of creates sort of like, I don't want to say youth hormone, but I do free weights and I exercise every day. I do, I do something every day. So and you I do weights? Yeah, I do free weights. So I'll do eight pounds and I'll do like four reps and I'll do like low to high. And I just, you know, I do, the, I just, I work out a lot. I do Isaac Boots is fabulous. He changed my body. I mean, people are telling me my body's better now than it was a couple of years ago. I'm really fit. I have no cellulite. Um, then, of course, then I do go, okay, hello. I do Vela Shape at Skin Prological however you say it. So Vela shape tones your, your, your legs more so because as we get older, you know, your skin kind of gets loose so it kind of tightens it. And um, you got to keep, I never put my face in the sun. My mother told me, unless you want to be cut up by a doctor with old knives all over your face, keep your face out of the sun. So I never put my face in the sun. I'm always wearing sunblock and wearing big hats. And it's obvious to me that you've had breast implants because you yeah. have the tits of a 20-year-old girl. Yeah, well, I did that when I got, was getting divorced. I, I went down to 112 and I lost all my breasts and my one of my ex-husband's friends says, what happened to your boobs are gone? And I was appalled because I was always known for my good breasts. So I went to Dr. Sharon Giese. I go, you have to do my breasts. She goes, I'm not doing your breasts. I'm not touching them. They're perfect the way they are. Probably I shouldn't have touched them because now that I gained 10 pounds, they're a little too big. But you know what? Guys like them. So it's okay. Yeah, no, dudes are into it. Yeah, guys are into it. So now, did you fine. ever have like a lower facelift at all? Your face is so tight. No, it's not tight. No, tight in a good way. No, it's not tight at all. Did Andy you... always say that. He goes, oh, let me look. Let me look. No. Okay. No. All right. Eyes. I did my eyes, upper and lower. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay, good. Um, all right. So that's all. You only have to call 17 <laughs> doctors and spend 185000 and you can look as good as Ramona. Just eat right. In exercise. Done. It's that simple. <laughs> no, but it's true. You are what you eat. I'm right. telling you. I think is. the working out, because your body is true. insane. Thank it's you. insane. Well, I lost three pounds. I, now I only drink I only drink uh, vodka or tequila. I cut out the wine because it's too much sugar. Mm-hmm. I cut down to only two drinks, because I was drinking more like four drinks. Yeah. I do intermittent fasting. I don't eat breakfast. I have lunch and dinner, but I eat half of everything. And I okay, stay so this from... is good information yeah, and for I all don't, of us. And I don't eat bread. I don't use butter. I don't eat dessert. I don't eat fried food. So it's just like fish, chicken, grilled vegetables, steamed vegetables. Okay. Yeah. So this is a commitment. Ugh. It's working, a way of life. Unless I'm bored. We're working out every day. We're eating healthy. We're not no, drinking as cheat. much. I mean, I cheat. The other day I was, you know, I had an ice cream cone. I mean, you have to cheat a little bit. No. Yeah, I did. You're naughty. Wow. At, at McDonald's. So naughty. Uh, Tony in Mississippi. Good morning. Good afternoon. I keep forgetting I'm in New York. It's all right. It's all right. We're, we're going back. Hi, okay. hi, hi. So, Ramona, you are the queen of... 
you're the queen of all the housewives. And that, that was such riveting stuff that you were talking about. I never knew any of that stuff that you were telling about the guy that you had met or whatever that dies. Right. Okay. I'm glad you, you enjoyed yeah. my talk. Well, I think people But anyway, I just wanted to say hi, and I'm so glad you came hi. on Jeff's show. And thanks. And Jeff, you are literally doing a public service for all of the listeners. Love your show. Oh, thank you very much. Well, it's fun being with Jeff. He opens me up. He's very comfortable to be with. So there you go. Thank you. Uh, Frank in Virginia. Yes, are you, I'm Frank? here. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Yes, Frank. Can you hear me? Yes. yes, we can hear you. Hi. Oh, my God. I am so excited to be through. First of all, Jeff, I love you. Watch every season of Flipping Out. You are amazing. Shout out, Shane. I am your second black listener from Hampton, Virginia, a hot gay guy. And I wanted to call wow. in and say to Ramona, <laughs> when you talked about Dolores, Ramona, you actually do know Dolores. Okay. Because sure at BravoCon sure three years ago, Andy brought you and her up on stage to settle your beef oh, when you refused to take a picture. Oh, yeah, with yeah, yeah, because I was at a function. Yes, Lord. yes, she's lovely. Yes, yes, she's lovely. She has an ex husband. Uh, yeah, I know. I Frank, know. Frank, Frank. Frank. Also, yeah, yeah. Frank. No, she's very beautiful. I was she at a charity beautiful. event and I wanted to take a picture first with the host of the event and she got offended. I said, I'll do a picture with you after and she got really angry at me. So sorry mm-hmm. again, Dolores. Um, she used to be a uh, corrections officer. In the ca- in county jail for like three years. Oh my goodness! How could she survive? She's so pretty. I know. Well, she said actually that I would do really well in prison, and I bet you would too. Oh goodness! <laughs> oh, Especially goodness. with your I... with your two second flirt, all oh. those girls would be so down. Oh, no, but I don't go that way. Oh, okay. But if you were in prison for a long period Locked of time, up long enough, I mean, you might. Um, Jim in West Hollywood. <laughs> Hi, Jim. Hey, good morning, you guys. This is Jim. I call in kind of a lot. You guys all look. Skinny and hot, for sure. I just want to give you a compliment, Ramona. Years ago, we ran into you at the Sunset Tower, and you might have been with the guy on a date, and my girlfriends had talked to you at the Ivy during the day, and you had said you were going to BOA, but then we saw you at Sunset Sunset Tower, Tower. and you were so great. Did you more than one date? And I just wanted to give you the What's that? Oh, I have to tell you, Jim, uh, we were down in the lobby of SiriusXM, and she was, two people came up to her. She was so lovely, so accommodating, said hello, got their names, took a picture, and I and I complimented you. And I said, I don't see that uh, very often. And I thought you were amazing Thank with those you. people. Thank you. Because um, sometimes we, you know, you have a little bit of reputation to be aloof or whatever, but, and I, I, I'm going to, this is where I relate to you. Sometimes I walk right past people like I don't see them. Because I'm in my head. I'm always in my head. And I'm and the, and I feel so bad. And I sometimes I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I was thinking about something else. But I look like a dick. But I wasn't trying to be a right. dick. I got that all the time when I was working in the fashion business on Fashion Avenue. My girlfriend said, this person was walking by the street and you ignored them. They're, they think you're snobby and can see. I go, I didn't see them. I didn't see them. I because I'm in my own world. First hand, Jim. She was lovely, lovely. Um, Ramona, thank you so much for being here. So much fun. Um, the best make time. sure to check out Hollywood House Lift on Amazon Freebie. Download it now. It is free. The app is for free. Uh, first three episodes are available right now. I'm in it. Hey. All right. Uh, we'll be back in Los Angeles on Monday with Megan Weaver and Doug Buden. Have a great weekend, everybody. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.